All right, and we are live. What's up, everybody? My name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, LLC, where the deal is already done. Now, I have a lot to update you guys on. I have a lot going on. Let me uh, let me do this real quick. I was going to paste. All right, it's not going to paste, so give me one sec. I got to re... Damn, I got to rewrite this. Hang on. Episode 53, goals and updates. Uh, hang on one sec. I just want to put my website up here. I'm trying to drive more traffic over there. Done deal investment. And once, what's up, Joey? What up, man? Give you a little wave. What's up? Hang on, man. I'm trying to put this in real quick. Investment.com. There we go. Hang on. Dot. Hang on. Dot com. All right, there's the website. All right, so now we're good. What's up, Ashma? All right, so here we, man, I'm trying to fix this. All right, so today we're going to talk about a couple of things. I got a, I got a lot of stuff to talk about today. The two topics we're going to get into a little bit later is going to be uh, show people change and have mentors. And then we'll talk about done deal investments, and then we'll peace out. So real quick, I got some updates for you guys. So I did get a call today. I got the job at uh, Cross Country Home Services. So I'm going to be, uh, we're working on the date right now where I can switch over. I got to actually write a two weeks notice to my, um, my job right now. And that's going to, that's going to help out tremendously. I'm going to get obviously, uh, an increase in pay and thanks Ashma. And what's going to happen. See if I can scroll this up. Not much. Just hanging out, watching Monty. Uh, all right. I don't, I don't know what that is, Joe, but that's awesome, man. I gotta reach back. I gotta reach out to you after this. I'll reach out to you. I promise. I'll reach out. What's up, Nick? What's up, Nick? What's up, man? All right. So, so yeah. So I'm gonna get an increase in pay. They're gonna give me full time employment. I already have. So now my goals and updates are out, like the episode's gonna say the same. But I'm gonna have obviously new goals that I'm gonna have to create for this job. And I have to. I'm pretty sure I have to stay with this company for at least a year in order for uh, in order for me to. Um, Thanks, Joey. I got to, in order for me to um, use, or not use them, I don't like that word, help me pay for my bachelor's, I'm going to have to stay with them for a year. So that's, uh, I got to, I got to, you know, figure out all that stuff. Once I go in, my mom said there's an orientation there and they explain everything, all your benefits, your pay, things they can help you out with, your hours. So once I get, once I get that, I'll update you guys and, and I'll update my goals, obviously, because I'm going to have to change my goals. So real quick, I have another update, which is uh, I'm, I met this kid online. It was through Broward College. He's trying to apply. He's, he's trying to do an international or he's trying to become an international student from Africa. His, I'm pretty sure you pronounce his name Micah. Now, he has extremely big goals to come to the United States, get education, and build basically like a whole, whole new life. He said there's a lot of problems over there, so he's trying to get over to the United States. Now, I, I told him I was going to do an interview with him because he has these massive dreams, these massive goals, and I wanted to do a phone interview with him. So I'm going to figure out, I'm going to use this program, uh, Ringer, R-R-I-N-G-R, and I'm going to try to do an interview interview with him over the phone and record it and hopefully uh you know hopefully be able to um post that on like facebook and social media and the reason i wanted to do that was originally when i i started um doing customer service with him whoops 
started doing customer service with him, I, I realized that he had these massive goals and dreams to come to the United States. And a lot of people that I know, unfortunately, don't have as big as goals and dreams and, and ideas that they want to do in the United States. And uh, we have that opportunity that uh, I guess, I guess people just bypass that. And I think it's just because you're people that are born in the United States easily oversee the resources that we have with education, with job opportunities, with basically anything like you could do anything you want in the United States. I don't, I don't care what political side you're on. You could do anything you set your mind to. The only person that's stopping you is you. So when I saw this, this guy, Micah respond, what's up, uh, Jeffrey, I gotta reach, I gotta reach out to you too. Um, so when I saw this guy from Africa who's trying to come to the United States and better himself through education and job opportunity and all this other stuff, I said, you know, that'd be a great, because I eventually want to do interviews on this show. Eventually, it's, I'm telling you, eventually it's going to be a podcast. These, these shows I'm going to turn into a podcast. I'm already going to invest in uh, microphone equipment. I got to invest in, in video equipment, and I got to figure out, you know, how to, how to link it to different platforms on, on one, one device. So... Eventually, it's going to be a podcast. I'm going to get, I'm going to interview like people that are close to me. I'm going to interview people that I'm going to like Micah, like Micah's from Africa. All right. So I'm going to try to do a phone interview with Micah. It's going to be my first ever interview. And I'm just going to ask him basic questions on what his goals are, why he wants to come to the United States. What's it like in Africa? Uh, I, I have like these ideas that I'm going to ask him or questions I'm going to ask him, but it's going to be basic stuff. And he's going to give you the rundown of why he wants to come to the United States what he's looking why he wants an opportunity and it should be a great interview overall so that's gonna be on saturday i'm gonna record that i don't know when i'm gonna post it i gotta figure out how to take it from the phone and set it up into a recording where the the because i don't think it's linked i think it spits out two audios and i gotta splice it myself which shouldn't take long but um that's that's coming up this saturday i probably will post that by either sunday or monday but um, so that's that's pretty cool. That's actually something I'm looking forward to. That's that's a really cool that's a really cool thing that I'm gonna do. I've never done an interview before, and it's kind of crazy that it's gonna be with someone from out of the country. It's not even gonna be with someone in the United States or a close friend. It's gonna be someone that I really have no idea who they are, and I'm gonna learn, and you guys are gonna learn, and it's gonna it's gonna be a great time. Like I'm gonna have I'm telling you I'm gonna be I'm gonna be stoked. I'm gonna bring the energy over to that guy. And, and he's really cool. I've been talking to him on uh, Facebook me iMessenger for like the past like week and a half. And I've just been going back and forth with him, asking him some stuff. And uh, he actually teaches in a village, which is pretty interesting too. He's a teacher and he teaches um, little school kids over there in a, in a village. So it's pretty interesting. So, all right. So real quick, that's there's the update. So real quick, we're going to get into showing people change. Now, this one, this one kind of, this one just randomly came to me and I had two, I can give you guys two examples of myself in this. And I'm going to give you um, examples of like how I noticed this or like why I agree with this one. Cause a lot of people, a lot of people might agree with this one, but a lot of people might have trouble with this one. So this one's called show, uh, show people change. Now I um obviously the stuff I preach on here, I try to uh, intake on my daily life and I try to do on my own as I'm telling you guys stuff. So what basically the first time I ever heard this one was from an ex-girlfriend. Now, some people are probably like, all right, I don't, I don't know why he's talking about his ex-girlfriend. But the reason I brought it up was I, when I was going through a very tragic breakup, all right, and, and we tried to do the friends thing, like not friends with benefits, just like friends, just talking and helping each other out through things, all right? 
And uh, I, obviously at the time it was like my first relationship. So I'm trying to get back with her and she's just like, nah, I'm not having it. No. Right. And I'm just like, I don't understand. I don't understand. And, sh and I'm like, I'm going to change. I'm going to change. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to change. And the first time I ever heard this quote was from her. And she was like, um, how'd she present it? She said, you know, it, anyone can say they're going to change, but it takes action in order to show that person change. And I didn't think about it at first, guys. Like, honestly, I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm going to change whatever, right? So I'm in that mindset of I'm just going to change whatever and I ignored it. Well, what ended up happening was a year later, I think a year or two years later, I ended up going inside and I was working at a uh, DM, um, not the DMV, but a tag agency office. And I was a courier and I would take the paperwork, go down to the county and wait online and take a ticket. And they would pay me to go and get people's work. So that way that company could make more money. And I did this with two tag agencies. What's up, mom? I did this with two tag agencies. And what ended up happening was the second time I heard this quote, it kind of it not, it not, it hit me in the face. Like she kind of punched me in the face without really trying to punch me in the face. What ended up happening was I told her the situation I was in. And I was like, you know, I really, I really love this girl, but this girl, can't, this girl can't see it. Congrats, so proud of you. So she's like the, the, you know, I was telling her the whole entire situation. Like I'm like, I'm really in love with this girl and this girl can't. Um, understand my point of view and like we're complete opposites at certain certain ends and it's not working and I believe that you know everyone has a chance in this in this world and, and especially in this country everyone has equal opportunity and she just believes that because she's a woman she can't you know she and she's um she's not white that she can't make it in in this place in this country and and that you know she doesn't believe in herself and like I was trying to can you know I was trying to tell the other lady, like, if only I could convince her that if she just believed in herself, that she'd be able to do anything she wanted, that no one could tell her no, she would be able to go and do it. And she told me the same thing. She said, she goes, Tyler, sometimes you can't tell people, you can't tell people the change. You have to show them by you changing and you demonstrating to them success. And I, and I, like, it, it, I'm telling you, it punched me in the face. Like, it, that was the second time someone told me, and it kind of, it kind of, I kind of went back to the time when that ex-girlfriend told me that. The ex-girlfriend was like, you know, you gotta, you gotta show me change. You gotta take action. You gotta do it, and you gotta show me, and not just tell me. And I thought, and I went back in the car, and I, and I started driving, and I started thinking about it, cause like, you know, and. I'm sure everyone's had this before happen where like someone just kind of hit you with fire. Someone just hit you with the quote. Someone just punched you back in the face and put you back in the seat. And, and you just, you know, maybe in that, that moment of time, you didn't think about anything, but then later on you started thinking about it. All right. And this could be with anything. And I was just thinking, I was driving the paperwork back to the other office and I was just thinking to myself, wow, like that's what I have to do. That's exactly what I have to do. I just have to shut my mouth. Let her do what she ha you know, whatever she's doing, and I have to be the better person, and I have to change, and hope that by me changing and getting success and grabbing towards different things and, and bettering my life, that she'll see it, and she'll maybe gravitate towards the same thing. It didn't really happen that way, but um, I'm going to get into an example in a minute. It wasn't with her; it was with something else. But and it hit me, and I was like, "That's what I got to do. 
All right. Now I'm sure this has happened to many people out there, uh, you know, probably in something different. It might not even been in the same way with like the change part, but maybe like you notice something like maybe, maybe like people have been telling you something for years and you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it took that one person, someone different that someone unexpectedly just told you something and it, you just thought about it like maybe like a couple hours later and you're like, holy shit, that's the answer. That's what it is. All right. That's what it was for me with the, the show people change. All right. I knew even this is with politics too, by the way, like you can't, you might be able to convince someone depending on how far they stand on a political view and even in sales, all right, this is sales, political view. If you're trying to persuade someone, it persuading anyone in something, sometimes you can't, the person's already made up their mind. You can't tell them anything to change their mind. You have to show them the change or you have to show them what you're talking about. You have to physically show them. And it, it, it really changed my perspective on a lot of things once like, I, I, I heard that from that person and I started thinking to myself that I was like, oh shit, like that's the answer. That, and that's actually why I created this show, by the way, like the, the goals and updates is because I had to show people, like I couldn't just tell people like, hey, I'm, I'm doing this. I have to show people, like, I have to document things and I have to show people because people are going to be like, yeah, it's easy for you to say, where's the hard work and effort that you put into that? Where's this? Where's that? Well, now they can't say that. I have like, I'm on 53, I'm on the 50, 50th, 53rd episode of Golden Updates, all right? So I've been committed for 53 episodes back, all right, to Golden Updates. And you guys can see my progress. And the cool thing is too, I can see my progress because sometimes you get caught up in life and I can't, I can't see my progress. Sometimes I get overwhelmed and I'm stuck in a moment and I can't see what's behind me. So, or what I've accomplished. So um, you got to show people change. Now I can give you some examples of me showing people that I, that I, I changed or I did something. One of them was, um, one of them was actually getting, uh, getting this job. Now the, the fun, the, or I don't want to use this, this one cause it's probably a bad one, but uh, you could probably take my ex-girlfriend for example, not not the pre, not the recent one, but the la the the last last one, right? The very first ex-girlfriend I got, all right? If she could look back on me now, I'm telling you, she'd probably be like, oh shit, like that guy, like oh my god, like I, I'm a hundred. What's up, Gary or Uncle Gary? Uh, I've I've 110 percent changed from the last time I've talked to that person, and I'm almost I'm almost guaranteed. Like I don't think she's a friend on here, and she probably can't see the goals and updates. I really hope that one friend that joined here went and, and told her, or still communicates with her, told her like, oh my god, yeah, you got to see what Tyler's doing. Yeah. Just because I'm curious, like what she would say. But the the point that I'm trying to make is like I I was a, I'm a totally different person now. That was about five years, maybe four years back, 110% different from that guy five, five years ago. And I, and I hope you're sitting in your chair watching this and going, yeah, five years ago, I was way different than now. Cause that means you progressed. There's actually a saying that I told my friend, cause we were going, we were talking about, um, the end of the year and stuff like that. And, and I heard this quote that resonated with me a lot and I was going to just share it with you guys, but it said, if you get to the end of the year, so we got to, we just got to 2019, all right? So 2018's in the past. If you got to 2019 and don't feel like a new individual or don't feel like you progressed in life and that you're a whole different person 
from 2018 and back, you robbed yourself. You robbed yourself because you didn't go and take on new challenges. You didn't go and improve yourself. You didn't, you're not thinking differently. Uh, oh, what's up, Aunt Monica? Uh, thanks for watching. So yeah, so you, you didn't, you didn't progress. And I, and I told him that and he was like, Oh damn, like that, that, that's, that's powerful stuff, man. So, so the, the reason behind why I was sharing that is just because like, I'm a, I'm a totally different person. Like I'm not the same person from five years ago. Right now. Uh, so I'm going to give you another example of showing people change. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to give you a good one. Cause like trying to, there's, there's a couple, but, um, Good job. Keep it going. Get it done. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what was I going to say? So, all right. So I can give you this one. So I don't think anyone would have ever have guessed. Oh, I got a great one for you. It just hit me. This is a long time ago. Now, when I was first in elementary school, all right, my mom, my mom, I couldn't, I couldn't read. I couldn't write. I, I couldn't get the exercises that people were doing in. My mom ended up, this is a real personal story, so I'm going to, so we'll get this one good. I'll get you guys good on this one. So my mom ended up writing to the teacher saying like, I don't understand why this kid is not reading. I don't understand why they're not, he's not writing. The teacher writes her back and says, you know, it's because your, your kid is not smart enough to keep up with the class. Uh, and my mom, my mom's like, that's not true. There's definitely something wrong with this kid. This kid has something wrong with him. Ends up going um, and talks to the, the school. I'm not going to give out names of the school and stuff. Like, I don't want to put anyone in a bad position. But goes to the school. They say, you know, we're not going to test him. There's nothing wrong with him. Ends up going to one of my, my very good friends that I consider family and goes, hey, I think there's something wrong with him. He can't read. He can't write. And they're just telling me that he's dumb. He's stupid. And that he can't, he, he can't do it. And she goes, all right, well, I work for this one school. Yeah, my dog's going to bark. But I work for this one school. She was a resource officer at a different school, by the way. So she's like, I work at this school, and they can test for that stuff to see if he has a disability. So we go to this other school. They test me. They find out I'm dyslexic, all right? For anyone that doesn't know, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what dyslexia is. It just means that I, like, I see things backwards, like O's and I's for me. I always get mixed up. If I'm trying to spell soil, I'll put, like, S-I-O-L. And for a long time, I couldn't tell if it was I-O or O-I. I, sometimes I get it with numbers, all right? So what ended up happening was they found out I was dyslexic. They take me, they, then my mom's like, well, screw this school. We're going to put you in this school now because obviously this school has the resources you need. Puts, puts me in this new school. All right, now, all the people in the other school said, you know, I wasn't going to amount to anything. I was stupid. I wasn't going to do anything. And what ends up happening is she puts me in this new school. I, I flourish. I, do, I make the honor roll. I do, all this, I do all the good stuff in school that you're supposed to do. I make the honor roll. I get you know, good grades. I, I participate in things. I'm understanding. People are coming to me asking me to do uh, like multiple you know, the times tables and stuff like that. I went to a tutor. I, I worked on it and stuff, right? So what ends up happening is like I, you know, this is where you're showing people change because look at me now. Look at me now, all right? Like, I'm sure if I could go back in and uh, talk to some of those teachers, you know, and the ones that are telling me that I was stupid, I was dumb, I couldn't read, I couldn't write, uh, I don't think they'd be saying that right now. So that's showing change, all right? Um, like, I'm, I'm way past that level.
All right. And I still have a lot more to grow. Like, I'm not telling you I'm done growing. Like there's so many, there's so much more knowledge you can learn out there. There's so much more to do. Like the job I'm getting right now is just like a small time. I don't even consider it that big of a success. To be honest with you, like I don't look at it as a big success. Excuse me. I look at it as an opportunity to grow even further. Most people in my position right now would probably be like, all right, like I'm really happy with myself. I'm going to like maybe try, but not really try. Like I'm telling you, like I'm going for the top of the top of this place. Uh, I'm, I'm going guns blazing and I'm going in and I'm going to, you know, move up in this company. I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever I can to benefit this company and work my way up through the company. All right. Let's show people change. And we're going to talk about having mentors. All right. Um, having mentors is one of the most important things that I could probably tell you to go do just for the fact that having a mentor that I, that, and you want to pick someone you can't outgrow by the way. All right. Pick someone you can't outgrow. The reason I like Grant Cardone and I consider Grant Cardone a mentor, and it doesn't have to be someone that knows you personally. It just means you're, when they say mentor, they just mean that you're, you're, you're listening to content from someone. Like right now I'm probably mentoring you on like on something, right? So showing people change and I'm telling you to have a mentor and that it's technically would be considered a mentor, right? You're, you're obviously watching the content. You're probably trying to apply the content that I give you to your everyday life. That's having, that's what a mentor is. Like it just means someone passing information on and someone that you're, you're looking after at, as a role model. But I use Grant Cardone. All right. I use other people too, but if I could choose one individual, it would 110% be Grant Cardone. All right. Why? Because I resonate with Grant Cardone the most. I like how he's straightforward and, and a lot of, like a lot of these people kind of bullshit you. I just like how he's straightforward to the point. Um, and, and you can tell he wants the best for you. So that's, that's someone that I look at as a mentor, right? Um, it's, it, it's crucial that you go and find a mentor. And like, I don't even, I'm not saying like, I can't help you. Obviously I'm, I'm doing this stuff to help you, but I would say go find someone like a Grant Cardone. Like I wouldn't just rely on me to be a mentor for you for the fact that I'm not a Grant Cardone. I have a lot of growing and a lot of learning and I, I, I'm nowhere near that, that level of success. I will get there. I promise you that I'll, I'll get to a Grant Cardone level, but I'm not even close to that. Like I have a lot more to go. Um, hang on one sec. I'm trying to see if there's any, anything on the feed, but so you, you need to go find a mentor. Like if I could give you one person, I definitely would say Grant Cardone. Just go dive into that guy's content. It, if it's the first time ever going and, and listening to Grant Cardone or is uh, anything related to Grant Cardone, it's, it's going to be intense. Like I'm not going to lie to you. He comes off intense if you're not the right person uh, to listen to his content or you're taking everything out of context. He's one of those guys where he's going to punch you in the face with knowledge, information, and things that you might not agree with. All right, that's the whole point of finding someone like a Grant Cardone, a Tony Robbins, a Les Brown. They're going to tell you how it is, and they're not going to bullshit you. All right, they're, they're not going to give you the – they're not going to, like, say things to make you feel good inside. They're not going to just tell you things so you get by. They're going to tell you the hard truth. And there's only a couple – there's only a couple things that would stop you from listening to these people where they tell you you have to work hard, which a lot of people don't want to work hard. All right, that's, that's one of the big reasons why I want to um, do the interview with the guy, Micah, from, from Africa, is because he, he's motivated. That guy is completely motivated to come over here, get education, and, um, and change his life because he's not happy over there. He, he told, he, he's been telling me, like, it's terrible over there. Like, 
political there's political crap going on over there and like a lot of people are starving over there and like he doesn't want to be there because he wants a better life for himself all right so that guy's definitely motivated to come here and get a better a better life for himself so that's why i'm definitely interviewing him but unfortunately that's not that's not the case with a lot of us a lot of us just want to go home play video games watch tv and just get by, work a nine to five, come home and do nothing. And that's not going to save you, man. It's, it's not, it's, you, it's basically doing the bare minimum and, and praying to God, nothing happens, which we all know something eventually is going to happen. Not to be, you know, not to shed any negative, negative stuff onto the, the goals and updates. Cause it's supposed to be positive, but we, we all know something is going to happen economically. Something's going to crash. Um, it, it's just going to happen. There's no way that, Society is going to be 100% perfect. No one's perfect. Uh, something, you know, either it's going to, I'm telling you, it's going to be college. It's going to be college debt. College debt is going to be the, the I think, the thing that's going to crash. I'm most positive it's college debt. I mean, there's easily $1.3 trillion in college debt. And you're, you're talking about people that don't have the money to go to school that they're trying to get the money back from. Um, people will tell me it's real estate. I don't think it's going to be real estate. Not saying it can't in the future. I'm just saying I don't think it's gonna be the next thing that crashes. Uh, it's either gonna be the stock market, I think, or uh, student loans. And I really think it's the government loans, to be honest with you. Um, but stock market's eventually gonna to crash too. It's 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 at the highest it's possibly been in I think ten years or something like that, or eight years, and eventually it's gonna crash. So brace yourself, Alex. I know a lot of people have stocks. They have, they own stocks. So, anyways, um. So yeah, have mentors, yo. That, that's the that's the biggest thing I can give you. That's that's why I'm that's why I am the way I am. I listen to motivational people. Those are considered mentors. I per, I listen to. I just got um, Cardone University. He gave it out for sixty dollars a month or whatever, or so, yeah, like sixty dollars a month over at um, the Ten X Growth Conference. I've been diving into that content at least five to six videos every single morning. All right. I listen to eBooks every single car trip I go on to. I, I barely ever listen to music anymore. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, informative podcasts, not like stupid podcasts where they're talking about video games or something that's not going to help you in life. I listen to podcasts that are very educational, meaning like, you know, I do a little bit of po a political podcast once in a while just to, just to hear like the arguments and be updated on different things. But a lot of the times it's podcasts relating to like real estate, it's podcasts related to marketing or SEO or anything I need to learn in the niche that I'm in. All right. That's what I'd say to you. Start turning. There's a saying where you got to start turning things into educational um, places. So like the air, if you're on an airplane, don't listen to music, listen to educational content. If you're in the car, listen to educational content. Don't listen to just music. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying tune it down because everyone's listening to music and that's, I, I drive to work 30 minutes there and then another 30 minutes back. So it's an hour in the car, all right? And then on the way back, it's worse than going there because of rush hour. So probably a lot, it's probably like an hour and 20 minutes in, re, in reality. Um, so that's an hour and 20 minutes where I can get education rather than listening to music for an hour and 20 minutes, right? What you should be doing. I work out at the gym. I don't really listen to music. I listen to audio or uh, eBooks. And podcasts or a motivational video to amp me up during the gym, all right? Because you, you need to be amped up when you're at the gym. It's probably motivational videos now over at the gym. But um, so that's that.
that's having a mentor, showing people change. We're going to talk about done deal investments really quick. And then if I have a lot more time, because it looks like I'm doing really good on time. Like I, I'm not even at 30 minutes yet. So I'm going to do done deal investments really quick. And then um, I'll explain why I have goals and updates. So I'll explain the real, like I'll explain to people that are probably hitting this video and, and uh, watching it to the end why I did goals and updates. All right. So done deal investments, LLC is a business I started. By the way, my name is Tyler Dunn. I own a company, Dunn Deal Investments, Dunn Deal Investments, all right? This company is designed to help distressed sellers or anyone that's in a financial situation get out of it with their home. There's not a lot of resources for homeowners. Uh, the only resource that I can think of for a homeowner is to get a mortgage or a loan, and that's normally from a bank, all right? And the bank is not gonna help you get out of the financial situation because most likely you're gonna owe money to the bank from the mortgage. So they're not gonna give you any more help they're going to say, you know, we, we gave you enough help. We gave you the mortgage. It's your fault. You're not, you're not being able to make the payments. All right. So my business is designed to take that distressed seller and meet them with a investor that has the capital to take over the property, get them out of the financial situation and flip the house. All right. So how this works is the three-step process that I call three steps to financial freedom. First step is you have to get in contact with me. Uh, it doesn't matter how you want to do it, however you're most comfortable doing it. It has to, I really prefer the phone just because it's, it's easier to get through the questions. It's, um, it, we get through it way quicker. You'll be able to ask me more questions in a, in a timely manner. It's more personable and you can text me too if you want. Email me, go on my social medias, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for Dundeal Investments LLC. Uh, and just write me a direct message on those. You can either go to the website too at www.dundealinvestment.com and that'll give you a, a contact sheet you can you can send me and I'll get you back to you as soon as I can. Um, so that's the first step. You got to contact me somehow. I tell, I'm telling you I prefer the phone. It's just easier. We'll get through things better. The second thing, or the second step is we have to set up an appointment time to meet up at your property. The reason for this is because I have to physically see um, any damages on your property. I have to record them. So I have to, you know, I'm going to take five pictures inside and five out. I'm going to explain what the pictures are for in a second. Hang on. But so I'm going to come with the sheet. We're going to go through the house and we're going to be like, all right, you have broken windows. You have uh, roof damage. We got to replace the floor or the tile or the, or the carpeting, whatever you have. Right. And I'm going to calculate the estimated cost. Now, where the, five, the 10 pictures are going to come into place is I'm going to go and contact an investor and I'm going to show them the pictures. I'm going to show them how much, you know, how much damage they're going to have to, to invest in the property to then, you know, make a profit off the house. And then, um, damn, it's Instagram's getting me good guys. It just shuts down everything and I lost the stream on here. It sucks. All right, I am connecting. Hopefully it connects, but anyways. All right, so so basically now we're going to take the investor and we're going to put them onto the deal. And how this, how this works is basically once, you know, I run comps on the neighborhood and we're going to get the three closest houses to yours that have sold in the market in like, let's say the past three months. Sometimes you have to go a little bit higher just because there's not enough housing. But what, what ends up happening is we're going to get the average cost of what that house is worth in your neighborhood and we're just going to just uh, distract or subtract the actual investment costs that we have to invest in or the you know the expenses and that's what we're going to negotiate on 
So from there, once we agree on the, you know, we're going to negotiate. Once we agree on the terms and the price, we're going to go under contract, you know, put it under contract with you and myself. And then the investor that wants to partner up on the deal. What now it's going to happen is we're going to pay you the cash. You're going to walk away from the financial situation. If you need, um, what's up Cooper. If you need, um, if you need a realtor or if you need any type of resource, I have people that can do it. My goal eventually is to be able to do all that. So we can get you from getting out of the distress situation or the financial situation that you're in, get you into another home on, uh, with my realtors and then, you know, do like the, whatever else you need, which would be like, um, home inspections, basically everything, maybe get you a mortgage or get you uh, some type of financing. Cause most people can't really afford, they have to go through a mortgage or get a loan or some type of financing. So this is all stuff that I'm eventually going to add in. It just, it's going to take me some time to get the business there. So right now I'm just, right now I can just get you out of the financial situation. But if you need other resources, I have connections. I have people I can get you to, and then we can get you there. Now you're going to take the cash and you get out of the financial situation. Investor is going to obviously be happy because he's going to flip it. He's going to make a profit on the, on the market and he's going to make a little bit more money for his business. Now, the cool part is I, or me, Done Deal Investments is going to obviously make a commission profit off of the investor. He's going to pay me a finder's fee. So the cool thing about the whole thing is the seller or you or whoever is the seller doesn't have to worry about commission or paying me any type of fee. It's coming straight from the investor. All right. Which is the coolest part because like most people are like, damn, like now I got to, I got to negotiate on the price and now I'm going to have to pay you money. You're not going to pay me money. The investor is going to pay me money, which is, the, which is the cool part. If you're going through a realtor, you're, they're going to charge you commission. All right. Now the, how this works or what type of properties this can work for the person that's in the financial situation is pre foreclosures, meaning you owe money to the bank for your mortgage or any type of loan through the bank or any type of lender. And they're about to repossess your house. They're about to take ownership of your house. Liens, which is normally from the city. The city normally issues you liens. And every single day you don't pay that lien off, they rack up more money. So what ends up happening is sometimes people don't know they have a lien on the property until it's, you know, like two or three weeks later. And they racked up like thousands of thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars on, uh, on, on liens. And then they can't pay it. So that's where I would help you. Maybe you got a job transfer. You have to leave, you know, you got a response from this job that is like once in a lifetime dream opportunity type job. And you got to leave within the next week and you can't sell it on the market. Uh, that's called a job transfer. I can help you with that. Sell the house quick this way. Uh, divorce, maybe going through a very, very messy divorce and you just want to get rid of the house. You have a lot of, you know, have a lot of experiences in the house. Um, you just want to get rid of it. Maybe the house isn't in the best condition because, you know, you, you weren't, you both, you guys weren't really taking care of the house or one person wasn't really taking care of the house. And, um, you just want to sell it fast. You don't want to go through a realtor, which is the messy process. It takes a while. You just want to get it done. Um, that's where done deal investments comes in. You inherited a house, all right? This is when like one of your loved ones, um, passed away. It's normally, it's normally elder people like grandparents or like, uh, someone that's older. They only just passed away and then you inherited the house in the will. And sometimes it's not, it's not the best condition type house because obviously the person was older and they didn't really take care of the house. They didn't, they couldn't do the maintenance themselves or they just didn't feel like it was worth the money putting in. That's where done deal investments can help you. All right. 
I think those are all, really all the options. Now, how this works too, real quick, is we use your equity. For anyone that doesn't know what equity is, it's money that's sitting in the house. I don't mean literally sitting in the house. I mean like if, let's say you had a house that was worth $300,000, all right? And uh, we sell and we sell the house. We, we get a deal with you for two, I don't know, like $250,000 we're going to negotiate with you on, all right? There's $50,000 of equity that me and the investor can, can get a profit off of, all right? That's what equity is. It's just money. It's almost like a money line. Think of it as like a credit credit line, but it's, it's they call it like money. You're sitting on money basically at your house. That's, that's what they basically call that. that. That's equity. So that's how we get paid. So if there's not enough room in the equity, we can't help you. The other thing too to keep in mind is um, – if you owe too much money on your house, well, let's say you let's say the house is worth three hundred thousand again, and you owe two hundred and ninety thousand dollars on the house, which probably wouldn't happen. But let's, I'm just giving you an extreme case so you get an idea. You owe two hundred and ninety thousand to the bank. We can't help you. There's only ten thousand dollars of equity in that. Like, I, there's no way me and the investor can help you out. Uh, so we'd have to try to figure out some other way to help, like, get, send you somewhere else or help you, you know, refinance it or something. Um, but I, I, we can't help you at that, at that point. You owe too much money. All right. The other thing I ran into too, that I just thought about, if you owe back taxes, we could definitely help you. Sometimes back taxes is just like federal taxes and maybe you're like 10 grand behind and like, we can still work with the equity in, in your property. All right. If you're behind on back taxes, reach out to me. Um, I think that's, that's that. The other thing, I think that's basically everything. So yeah, so that's that. So real quick. We're like, I, we're not even at 40 minutes. So I went by the other two um, topics pretty fast. They're pretty easy topics, but I'm going to tell you why I, I did goals and updates. So the reason I did goals and updates was I realized that I, um, I had, I went through rock bottom. All right. I'm not going to go through the whole story, but I hit a rock bottom point and I realized that a lot of people, once I hit that rock bottom point, were trying to help me, but they really weren't helping me. All right. And what ended up happening was I ran into the guy, Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone reinforced me on different subjects and different traits and different ideas. I applied them and it worked. It got me from rock, it got me out of the rock bottom mindset to like no one can touch me type mindset of um like when I say that like, can't touch me, like people can't persuade me to go back. Like people can't can't take the information I have and rip it out of me and tell me to go backwards. Like I won't go backwards. I'll only go forward from where I am now. All right. And I, I realized and that. And then what happened was I started performing really well at my job. I started outperforming a lot of people because I had the mindset. I realized that it was all mental, all mental. All right. It was complete, all mental. And uh, obviously it's physical. You got to be, you got to put in physical work, but if you can have the mentality or the, the mental um, if you have the positive thinking mentally, you could do anything because no one's going to be able to talk you down. No one's going to be able to tell you to get off the ledge. You're going to talk yourself off the ledge and you're going to do extraordinary things. All right. Or outrageous, crazy things that, um, are going to get you that next level. So what I realized was once I, you know, once I, I started paying attention to my surroundings more and started realizing that everyone was kind of just getting by, scraping by, completely scraping by, by the way, like, like just getting up and like complaining about their day 
getting to work and just barely, barely like doing anything at their jobs and then coming home and sitting in front of the TV or playing video games or, you know, not, not being productive and not being satisfied. Like even these people weren't satisfied with themselves, right? These people that were complaining were not satisfied with themselves, but they weren't willing to change or they weren't changing the mindset or they weren't trying to change the activities they were doing. They were just complaining, 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 complaining. And I realized that, um, you know, it was the belief, it was your beliefs are what kind of like hold you down. All right. So if you believe that everyone's evil, the whole world is evil. Like people hate me. Like, um, I can't do that. Like your beliefs weigh you down mentally. Um, trying to think who this is. I don't know if I know you personally, but Conan Robin. But what's up? I, I, I can't really see the picture. I don't know if I know you personally, but uh, what's up? Thanks for joining. But the beliefs were weighing these people down. And that's when I started telling myself, well, and then another thing that was kind of crazy too is I started talking to people. Like people were seeing that I was doing good. People were seeing that I was doing a lot of different things. And they're like, oh man, like, dude, you go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And like, oh my gosh, like you're doing really well. Like you're getting promotions. You're doing this, you're doing that. And uh, I, I realized that it was because I changed the mental thought. The second thing that happened to me, which um, I, I, think, I think you're still here, but uh, I'm not going to put your name out there. But I ended up helping a friend, and it really got me thinking. Like, if, if this person that was my friend was thinking a certain way to the point where, like, like, to, like really bad, like, to the point where, like, she couldn't, even, she couldn't even really believe in herself and she felt like no one else believed in her. And then, like, like crazy stuff. Like, I don't want to get into it because um, I don't know how she feels about it. But uh, just basically, like, I convinced her to start believing in herself and, and, and basically, like, tuning out everything else, completely focusing on herself and completely believing in herself that she could do anything that she wanted. If she wrote it down, she could do it type vibe. And then she completely flourished. Like she completely went from this very shy person that was not really doing much or like was doing a lot, but didn't, you know, didn't think she was doing a lot and not happy to being like completely happy. And she calls me almost every single week or every single month and she's doing something different and she's happy. And like, uh, you know, she, and she told me like, if it wasn't for you, cause everyone else is telling her like, no, it's you. Like, it, well, they're telling her that it actually, they weren't telling her that it was her. That was the problem. They weren't telling her that it was the way she was thinking and it was the way she believed in herself. And it was, it was really her, her mental stage. Like it was, it was her mentally in here. And they were just telling her like, Oh, there's nothing, there, there's something wrong with you. Like, but they weren't telling her that it was her. They were just saying like, something's wrong with you. Like do this, do that and take this. And they're trying to put her on medication. And I was like, look, I was like, look, like that shit is bullshit. It's just, you got to change up here. Like if you could just change your mental stage and work on yourself every single day and start taking steps. You don't need that. Like you, you could change, you could change right now and be extremely happy if you would just, you know, change and go for what you want. And then she called, like, I'm pretty sure she called, like, I didn't hear from her for like a month and she calls me and she's like, like, li like I actually sat down with her one time and she was just like, like, listen, like if it wasn't for you, like, I don't know what I would have done because everyone's telling me that it's, it's, it's me in a different way where I had to like take medication and do this. And they weren't telling me that it was just, I just had to change my thinking. I had to change the way I thought about myself. I believed in myself and, uh, hang on, sorry, it went off. But, um, and all I had to do is change the way I thought 
and that's what that's what basically was wrong with me. That I didn't need this medication. I didn't need a gun. And by the way, the medication she wanted actually made her worse. It, it, it made her psychologically a lot worse. And then she got off it and she was like, I'm not doing that again. All right. So uh, we're going through a time right now where people aren't telling other people to go for their dreams and, and think positive about themselves and you can do it type attitude. All right. Even though it sounded really cheesy. We're not in a society where people are egging on people to go and do it and we're not telling people that they can do it. We're in a society right now where they're saying because you're a certain skin color, because you're a certain race, because you got this, you can't do it. And that's fucking up society. All right. So if, if you're one of those people that's doing that, you need, you got to stop that and start encouraging people to, to actually go and pursue their dreams and passions and uh, and start being a better individual yourself and start motivating other people to start being a better individual and um, I realized that even at my job, people were doing that. Like people are putting themselves in a box, a category or a box saying, I can't do that. And I didn't, I never, I never did that at that place. I was always like, all right, like this is what you want. I'll learn how to do it and I'll go and do it. And I just did it. All right. I just, instead of me going and saying, I can't do it as they were saying, they can't do it. I just said I could do it. And I started doing all right. And I outworked them because I just, I, I just believed in myself so much to the point where um, in my mind that I could do anything. And I just did it as they're telling themselves. So as they're complaining, I can't do that. I just did it and I outworked every single one of them. All right. So that's what you got to start doing. You got to start. The first step I'd say to anyone, if you're in a, um, if you're in a position where you like, you're like, you feel like you're having a lot of suicidal thoughts, you're, you're emotional. Um, you feel like no one cares. I'm going to tell you straight up right now. Like I do care. That's why I created goals and updates. I personally do care about people in society and uh, I'm going to change the way people think. Like I'm going to come out with this podcast. Like eventually these aren't going to be live streams and crappy quality of sound. I don't know how the sound quality comes out. Um, and I don't know how um, the video quality really comes out, but it's going to be a podcast where it's going to go international and I'm just going to start, I'm going to start changing the way people think. All right. I got people that want to do it. I'm going to interview people and start encouraging them to go and do more with their lives. Um, and you know, you're either going to be part of it or you're not going to be part of it. I don't, I don't really care what side you pick, but if, if I could put out something where it's going to change people and, and change the way they're thinking and just make it more of a positive world. Cause right now, especially at, at you know, the last two years have not, um, we've been very divisive and uh, even on the content on Facebook, you know, like, I've just seen a lot of things on Facebook and then if and then if you go and try to talk to someone on Facebook and if it's not the right time or the right situation or the right wording, people get pissed. But um I'm sure I'm sure people have seen me get into like little heated debates and like I try I try to be as nice as possible and people are just not nice. But um you're and the fun and the crazy thing is I you're not gonna be able to fix everyone. All right. You're not going to be able to fix the whole entire world because everyone's got to be willing. It's almost like a drug addict. All right. This is the famous line I use for everything where when someone tells me like, hey, I'm trying to convince this person to do this and this person just won't do it. It's almost like a drug addict. Think of someone that's in re that has to go to rehab. So you, maybe you have a, I have a couple of these friends, by the way. All right. Um, maybe you have someone that's completely stuck on drugs or completely an alcoholic or you just know they have an issue. And every single time you go up to that person and go, hey, man, I just want to be a real friend to you, um, I, you might have an issue. Like, like you might want to think about going to rehab or you might want to think about trying to fix 
your drug use or your drinking or, um, you know, just emotional state or something. Uh, and, and when you tell them that they can't see it for themselves. So they go in complete denial and they tell themselves, I don't have a problem. Right. And then you keep telling them, keep telling them, eventually you're going to quit. Right. Eventually the person quits telling the other person you have a drug problem. You're an alcoholic. You're uh, you have issues. Right. And what ends up happening is like a couple months later, the person starts thinking about it after the other person stops telling them and they go, Oh shit, I do have a problem. All right. And once that person deep down inside goes, Oh shit, I have a problem is when that person then, then, um, then goes, okay, I got to go to rehab or I got to go and do this and fix myself and start working on myself. It's the same idea with the men- the, the mentality of like positive thinking and negative thinking. Majority of the people are negative thinkers. And I do it sometimes like we're just, it's just how we're, that's how we're wired. All right. Um, you automatically are wired to think of the worst and people don't understand that. Then people watch the news. Then people go and uh, listen to the, their neighbors and the people they work with and the people they see every single day. Majority of the time, it's someone you work with at your desk. Like, you know, there's people you work with at your desk that are very, very negative and uh, they spread it to you or your friends that aren't that positive and they're like I can't do this I can't do this oh my god the world the world is such a bad place right and it rubs off on you like cuz you're surrounding yourself with negative negative stuff so i i figured i figured two things when i made the goals and updates i said to myself if i could change the way i was thinking all right if i could change the way i was thinking everyone could change the way they were thinking. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian, Spanish, it, it, it doesn't matter. All right. Everyone can change the way they're thinking. You just have to want to change. You have to realize that you're not a positive thinker and then you got to embrace it and change. All right. And, um, real quick before I end this, uh, the other thing too was the second thing is I wanted more like-minded people. All right. So I figured the, the, the best way to do stuff like this, is to create a podcast and you, you build followers that agree with you or they see it and they change and, and, and uh, you build like a group and a following. So that's another thing too is what I wanted to do is build a following of people that wanted to, to change negative thinking to positive thinking. And I don't, and the, I don't think anyone would disagree with that, um, but I'm sure you're going to have people that are going to like probably hear the stuff that I'm talking about and go, oh, like that's, that's wrong, right? Um, it's just how you view things, how, what your beliefs are and, uh, what type of person you really are. Uh, people, people show their true colors when it comes time. Uh, they might not show it now and they might not show it in the next week or two, but eventually it, it, it shows, yo, your color, your true colors do show. All right. Um, I think that's basically it. I don't, I don't really have anything else. We'll cut it at 10 minutes early or nine minutes early. And, uh, I just, if I could, if I could say one last thing, start, start really thinking to yourself, if you're a positive thinker or a negative thinker, and if you're a negative thinker, start, start surrounding yourself with more positive things. I'm telling you what I do to get into a good mindset is I listen to motivational videos every single day, whether it's Les Brown, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, um, who else? Rock, the Rock. The Rock, uh, John, uh, damn, I, I can't, I can't get his name right. But The Rock, everyone knows The Rock. Um, Will Smith is actually a pretty good one. There's tons of motivational speakers out there. All right, pick one that resonates with you the best, or one that you like the best, 
and just start listening to them every single morning. The reason why I emphasize the morning is because you're the most influential in the morning. The first like 30 minutes, I think they say in the morning is when you're the most impactful with what you see and hear, right? I don't do the first 30 minutes. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm normally listening to like, like sit, like some type of educational stuff in the morning. And then when I go and take a shower or I'm um, getting ready for work, like shaving or something, I listen to the motivational videos and in the car, I listen to the motivational videos and out, you know, in different times too. But um, I listen to at least one motivational video every single day. All right. That's one tip I can give you. The other thing too is um, start catching what people are saying around you. All right. Start catching what people are saying around you. If, if they're saying, if they're saying, did you hear this on the news? And it's, and it, I'm telling you the whenever you hear someone go, did you hear what's on the news? It's never good news. It's always bad. It's 99% bad. All right. It, it, it's, it's going to be bad news. It's not going to be good. Um, I, I try to stay away from those people or I try to tune those people out. I have a lot of those people at work. There's one person in particular. I'm not going to call them out. Um, always goes, did you hear what I saw on CNN? And, uh, it's, <laughs> it's the stupidest stuff. It's not even good stuff, by the way. It's not even interesting stuff. It's like stupid shit that, you know, he, he's, he doesn't like Trump. So it's normally Trump shit. And it's not, it's not even good. It's not even good news. It's just complete garbage. All right. So if, um, it's not even like a cat died or that's, that's the funniest one. Like, Oh, a cat died. Or did you hear about this person that climbed the Eiffel tower or you hear this person that climbed this tower? Like who cares? The guy climbed the tower. It doesn't concern you. All right. So whatever you can do, I know people are going to fight me on the news part. Cause most, most people will actually probably agree with me. The news is negative and uh, most people actually probably tune out the news, but, um, uh, most people will argue with me to get rid of listening to the news. And most, the famous line is, I want to know what's going on in the world. Well, why do you want to know what's going on in the world? It's not like you're going to change the world by listening to what's going on in the world. It's not like you're going to do anything about it anyway. So why do you care what's going on in the world? Right? You're going you're gonna to be able to go help Venezuela right now who's in poverty? I don't think so. So why do you care? That's, 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 my, that's my point to you guys. Why do you care what's on the news? All right. Uh, write a comment or something and I'll answer it. But anyways, all right, guys. So this is, this is episode 53 of Goals and Updates. Um, I'm going to go contact some people. And um, stay tuned. I'm going to do episode uh, – I don't know if I'm going to do another episode this this week, but I'm going to try to get that interview done with uh, the guy Micah from Africa uh, Saturday. I'm going to try to get that up Sunday or Monday for you guys. And um, – We'll, I'll try to get back on my regular schedule with Monday and Wednesday being the goals and updates at 6.30, right? Because now um, uh, the growth conference screwed me up, and then I had a bunch of different things this week. So we'll get back to the normal schedule Monday and Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. All right, guys. Again, my name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, where the deal is already done. Peace.